Namaste. So the uh, question is um, that how can we this role of consciousness, consciousness based approach, so how can we orient the healers, the workers in the field to this? It's a very interesting question, very practical one. Uh, I'm saying a question is the title of the talk, but nevertheless it's about how we can orient. First we must understand that uh, the moment we try to bring in a system which is based on a yogic vision, yogic consciousness into the mental domain as a mental structure, it has already come down many steps. And there is a great risk in that. Risk is that it becomes like a, sometimes like a dogmatic phenomena, something imposed from outside. When people don't understand the inner state that has gone into everything that is being said, has been said, then it can create a lot of uh, confusion also in the minds of people. The other day I was reading one of the interesting letters of Shurbindo. Shurbindo's uh, letter, people were asked, uh, they asked Shurbindo, so there is a letter of Shubhinda. He explains why she has said. And he says that the arrangement is because the mother has created an occult atmosphere of protection. Because she wants the children to be as safe as they can be. So she has created an atmosphere whereby now the dining room, all these things, like the swimming pool, that space in the sea, which is meant for swimming. So when you... Go in that area, mother has said it's been protected because otherwise the sea is very rough, sea snakes come, jellyfishes come. So uh, she says when you eat outside, what happens is you there is a protected place which has been created, but sometimes your palate may take over, you go and eat outside. It's not that heavens have fallen or you have become a you know fallen yogi, but it is something which um, is for your protection. That's all. Which is a very different feeling altogether. But then he says very clearly, this is only for those who live in the ashram and depend on the ashram. Because there were always two kinds of people. One who depended fully on the ashram materially and others who were earning and they wanted to live outside. Whether in Pondicherry or elsewhere. And they were, you know. So he said this rule is not for them. Because how will they follow it? Similarly, he says, when you are practicing yoga in the world, what is the key thing you should practice? He says, equanimity, because you cannot have the life in the world as you have it in an ashram. In an ashram, the life has been arranged by the mother to seamlessly and smoothly, at least the outer life flows in a way that you have beautiful balance between work, meditation, reading, and physical education. You have very beautiful balance if you look at the ashram life. Now can you outside tell an organization, I am doing yoga after 6 hours. I have to do my meditation. <laughs> they will say, get up in the morning and do it. Physical education. They will say, find your time. But they are not going to you know, minimize their work. You have to find your time in your own way. All these things are required. Physical education, meditation, reading. And work. This is basic requirement. So when we impose a thing which has developed because of a yogic vision, just blindly outside, then it doesn't work. 
So people must be first explained that whatever Mother and Shubhinda has said about healing and health comes from a certain vision. That vision they must understand. Which means there must be people who can explain it. For example, there are people, even within the ashram context, who say Shurabindo liked homeopathy, true. Mother liked Ayurveda, which is true. Therefore, we are not going to take any medicines, allopathic medicine. Why? Because it's untouchable. Now, here what we are doing, we are making a rigid dogma. Even a wonderful thing like finally it is faith that cures can be turned into a dogma. When someone asks the mother, Mother, I have this chronic illness. Should I take medicine? Or should I rely on your force? Mother's reply, Take the medicine and rely on the force. <laughs> so what is the principle? The principle is there are, you may have faith inside, but the body may not have enough faith. It needs some material medium. And that material medium is not just something. When Shurabindu was asked, he said, there is something like a guna. This is a whole science that this particular medicine works in a certain way. Whether you take Ayurveda, homeopathy or allopathy, there is a process in it. So you have to respect that. The body may not have faith. The body may have habit. I know people who have lived forever on homeopathy. And they have lived long. Since childhood, because parents, they just couldn't take allopathy. But equally, there are people who have lived on allopathy. <laughs> you tell them, homeopathy, because, uh, you know, there are people who say, oh, sugar-coated pills. Now, it, it won't work like that, because, you know, the common element is gone. That common element is faith in any remedy. So, we must understand that what Mother and Shurabindu has said comes from a very deep yogic vision. Ideal is that people should engage in yoga. There is no other way. And when we undertake to yoga, we become our own laboratory. Take for example in the field of healing. Now one of the first things that I remember, I read that book which was a compilation, The Mother on Healing, Health and Healing. So I read that there is a way you can call the force and you can cure a disease. So I was suffering from something, something of the related to skin for last one year. So I said, oh, let me try. So I tried it. Within a week it went away. So I said, this is wonderful. Then I observed how it comes back. What helps? What are the various things? So in yoga, we become our own laboratory. If we have just read it and we try to tell somebody, it won't carry that power of conviction. And because we have never tried anything, then if the person comes back and says, Doctor, you said that, you know, call in the force, peace. It didn't cure me. My temperature has gone up. What should I do? So it should be, those who are at the core must have tried these things themselves. It is not transmitted like a mental knowledge. Yogic knowledge is never transmitted in a mental way. Even about talks and all. Mother has said spiritual talks must be inspiring and inspired. They are not meant as a scholarly study or a comparison that this person says so, this person. They, that is academics. But that is not spiritual, even spiritual philosophy. It's born of a yogic vision. 
If you read Ramanuja's Visishta Dvaita, what now people turn it into philosophy. But when you read it, you can see here is a man who has felt that kind of connect with God. And thereby he is saying what he is saying. He is not saying things as a thinker or philosopher. So it touches us. But when people do bhashyas on Ramanuja's philosophy, it is gone. You have lost it because you have not had the experience. I am sure <laughs> people who have touched, they know it. <clears throat> so there should always be in any organization, a core of people who are yogis. By yogis, I don't mean puffed up yogis. I am a yogi. No, <laughs> but people who are practicing yoga silently. Nobody should know that they are yogis. Otherwise, there is another problem. <laughs> Quietly, they should practice yogi. So, the yoga, this should be in a core. Then there should be those who are capable of transmitting this knowledge to others. It cannot be just because somebody is a doctor. Therefore, he can transmit this knowledge. No. But the ideal combination is, mother says in one of her writings, somebody who knows the human body, its various workings, and is also understand the deeper things, then it's a perfect combination. She uses the word, such a person, I can do something. And that person is a divine doctor. So what is that combination? One is you say, oh no, no, genes and all is nothing. Just have faith and you'll be alright. No, it works very nice. <laughs> But there is a process In everything there is a process in this world It may work Why? Because it has either overridden the process Or the process has taken place But we have not understood it It works like that So it's like you switch on Light is there Is it without a process? No there is a process Now for me it's a magic It's a magic you clap and the light comes on Magic But there is a process and there has to be somebody who understands this process and who understands the other one. And they, when they meet together, that's where we need such people in every field, in the field of healing. So what has happened till date in the field of healing, there has been a dichotomy in every field. Healing will continue the way we are doing. For that there are textbooks and everything. But yoga is only about inner life. Now this dichotomy is what created this everywhere. Religion is otherworldly. Yoga is about your inner practice. You sit in meditation. You realize God. You have the experiences. Psychic transformation. Spiritual transformation. But work. This work is. You have to offer it. Do it in a nishkam bhavna. This dichotomy Shirobindo reminds us. In synthesis of yoga, this was not there in ancient India. In ancient India, everything, medicine, dance, science, everything was connected to the divine. So there has to be a group of people who understand this first. It is not like inwardly, I have a, he uses the word that inwardly illumined by, but doing the twilight works in ignorance. And there are plenty within the Indian setting. It's so common because we have, the moment you talk about the divine, we have this idea that divine is inside. Find him inside. Do nishkam karma. Uh, be a good human being. But what is the karma? If I am a doctor, only my textbooks will tell me. Textbooks will tell you. Add to it the knowledge which is missing in the textbook. It's not just that divine is there. That there is a knowledge how adverse forces work, how you can become quiet and you annihilate them, how you can, you know... 
reinforce your subtle envelope. This is the entire science and there is a need. Subtle science, occult science, spiritual science. Bring them together. Third thing important is that there should be education, which is simply the best way is satsang and swadhyay. So those who are interested in the healing, they should have a group which should read together. I think in Odisha it is being done, which is wonderful. We had started this, this year also when I had come. So we had started this in nursing home in the group. So there were some people who came together and we had thought, we'll not read life, divine and other things. We'll read only what Mother and Shubhinda has spoken about, health and healing. So that we understand what is it. Like in a place like guest houses where people are doing business, what Mother has said about money and business and all this. If you are in a cooking place, dining room, what mother has said about cooking and how to understand what are the elements that go into cooking. In education, a group which meets together and understands what mother and Shubhinda have said about education. It's all left to individuals. You can all your life be somewhere without having opened a single book. So that's where we come to the word. So there should be regular weekly Twice a week, there are schools I know which do it. I don't know about medical institutes, but schools which regularly read together Swadhyaya. So one day or the other, this understanding comes. This is the second level. Fourthly, and that is at the most outer pragmatic level, this should be instilled into the culture of a place. And why it is important is because not everybody can read, understand. You can't force, come for Swadhyaya. That also you cannot do. People who can be at the core are very few. So what is meant by the culture of a place is, for instance, let's take a group which is living for, let's say, a higher truth. So when they start a work, <clears throat> you'll be surprised. Most people start their work just mechanically. It's all there in the inward devotion and <laughs> offering, but how many people do it? It should be like this, that in I'm speaking of the Ashram setting. Now they will be all ashram means uh, people who are working outside. Let's say there is a hospital. People have to start work at 8 o'clock. Now at least in a department where somebody is keen to bring in this teaching. Just tell them we'll have a moment of concentration either with some music or without a music. Just a moment of concentration. Make it as vast as possible. Don't bring in even a Sanskrit sloka if you want. But Sunilda's music is something so beautiful. Mother's music is entirely, completely, you know, East and West and everything is there. Sunilda's music, just a few minutes. This was my practice in my Air Force days. And I know what effects it created. So every time I'll go, I'll sit five minutes, ten minutes. Now, later on when I was head of department, I could just keep playing it. And people would come in and say, Sir, Aadha Bimari Amari Dur Ho Gai. What was the music you were playing? To put in few things outside. Now in Arvindai Hospital, they have done this. So in a hospital setting, it there should be like a message. So, just like in the nursing home, it is finally, it is faith that cures. Put in that, you know, in, in harmony. If nothing, even if you don't want to put a sentence, just put harmony. Just the word. Another place, put peace. You see, it will start having an effect. Because words are magic. 
So this way people go, come, maybe some people will say, what is this piece? It's so nice. Some place put a flower with a little, maybe an image of a flower with a little description inside. Healing, health, there is a flower like that. And something that mother has written about it. I am speaking of the context of the mother. If I mean, whatever. Uh, different people will do different things. So, this way it gets inbuilt into the culture of a place that before we start our work, we sit and pray. Whom do we pray? We pray to God. This God, that God, it's not important because in a setting you will have all kinds of people coming. Don't try to turn into a religion. But we just pray to God. Whatever is your highest aspiration. See how she brought it in Auroville. Perfection. We want this work to be as perfect as we can. Because it's a service. And there should be inspiring leaders who can explain to them that while you are getting your pay, which people will get, you are not doing the work for the pay. It's a service. So when they see some people as role models... Same way, now what do we have in organizations? How many awards have you finished after this? Put a thumb and go away. This is the worst kind of thing I have ever experienced. It means that you are basically breeding dishonesty. You believe that fundamentally people are bad. Isn't it? Create an environment that they want to, they like to. Something beautiful. Make a little, you know, corner which is like a space of silence. Make a little bookshelf where they can just go and pick up something. And then they should spontaneously feel. Before they depart, a music plays, you know, when they feel so nicely that they are uh, going from a place and they want to come back again. When people leave their bodies in medical places, I can must tell you. I was so happy that at least one medical college I know. Karam Sad, my friend, Dr. Bhalindu, Shri Krishna Medical College, where when people depart, they have a system that they don't just, you know, okay, dead body. People come together, the team which has worked, and they stand for a while, they invoke the presence. It's not like now, living now dead. Same way, how to deal with the dead, it's not a dead body. Not just a, another body count. So all these things, when a baby is born, maternity, how do you welcome a child? So it should be instilled into the culture of the place. And so that when people who work there, they automatically imbibe this deeper knowledge. And uh, it should be as vastly done as possible, not to use too many uh, you know, symbols. that may, Because there is there are two ways of imparting <laughs> this knowledge one is in a uh, in a way which is more personal and the other is in a more secular way so when we are dealing with the world it should be more secular because otherwise human beings develop resistance somebody who follows let us say Sai Baba he sees uh, the mother's picture and you know he may react in different ways and we don't That's we have a place where you have mother's picture let, let there be a core Maybe a meditation room. Every hospital should have a meditation room where people can go and pray. Or if they are very disturbed, they can be quiet. Outside every surgical unit, 
It's so horrible the atmosphere of hospitals. Mother speaks about it. She says it's full of formations of disease. But the atmosphere should be such that when people walk, you know, they don't feel they are going into a disease burdened atmosphere, but in a healthy atmosphere. And this can be created in a variety of ways. The color of the wall, the flowers which are around. If you can't keep flowers because of infection and all. Some nice beautiful pictures. Space should be such. That music, playing music is one of the best ways. De-stressing process. So all this and best is if there can be dedicated, if not medical colleges, then nursing colleges. Dedicated to this kind of vision. It needs money, it needs people. But I believe sooner or later it has to be done. Institutions where this can be dedicatedly given. And then we should have regular, not courses, but every three months, six months, some kind of a you know un- deeper understanding. Not as exams and all, but a deeper understanding. Maybe for few who are interested. So best is to have a dedicated nursing college because uh, see ultimately with the patient uh, it is the sisters and the ward staff which are coming in contact most of the time doctors play very I mean doctors play a role I don't want to say they play a very minor role (laughs) but the fact is that all the other para staff which is so important to healing process and they must understand what is the logic behind even changing the sheet which has got dirty. In hospitals you change, no? So some people think it is just a, you want to keep it clean, but why cleanliness? Because when you clean, you bring in the new formations. If something remains dirty, the old formations are there. Same within hotels or bed seats, you must change. Because if you don't change, insist that they change. Why? Because the formations are there. So it must change. So there is a whole occult science which must be explained in a scientific way. It's not like, you know, mother has said so, yes, but they want a reason. Explain cogently, rationally, why you should wash hands. Because when you wash hands, the simple act of washing with water is a simple way of throwing away, washing away formations. When you wash your hands and feet and face, these are simple things. So when you go from a hospital, you must have seen people come and start working. They don't wash and when they go away, they don't wash. This simple act and the place should be full of outside with trees and all that connect with healing things. Healing plants should be all around. So ideally it should be a space where when a patient walks in, he is a sick person in his understanding. When he walks out, he is not just a healthy person, but a person who has taken a step higher in his evolution when he has gone through that whole hospital. So every hospital must have a health center, which is not just about lifestyle. There should be a place where lifestyle is explained. But a space where when they they enter a sick unit and a space where after they are they are cured, cured by our medical standard. They spend a couple of days in understanding what is health and then they go out. So there is a lot to be done, but at least there should be a few people who are pioneers, who can really understand, 
read to start with then understand i think this whole conference which is there where in regularly every year odisha hosts this conference which is so wonderful that to try to understand health and healing in a deeper vision this itself is a wonderful work which is being done and then each one has to carry it forward in one's own place but if there can be one model dedicated space meant for a higher and deeper vision that would be wonderful that space is not yet there unfortunately people are, have tried but it needs a lot of things to come together there are places where it is being tried but it needs truly a dedicated people and money and everything else so let us hope when man is ready it will automatically come into play till then let us aspire namaste